Hey everyone, it's Jordan Stoltz, and I am back with episode number 15. This is a Foodie Friday here at the end of the week, and this is kind of a special episode because I talk about something that I've been talking about in my vlogs, if you watch them on YouTube. If you don't watch my vlogs, go check them out on YouTube. Fitness, Food, and Freedom is the name of the channel. I'm talking about how I lost about 10 pounds in only six weeks, and what I did to do that, the steps you can take to kind of get the same weight loss success and nutritional diet success. That's an episode today going a little bit off schedule, but I wanted to touch on this since I've been discussing it in those YouTube vlogs. Check out the YouTube channel. There's recipe videos, daily vlogs, and video versions of this podcast. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed to the channel. Thank you to everyone who downloads these episodes and spends time with me three times a week. I'm Jordan Stoltz. This is the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Let's get down to it, all right? Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Hello, friends, family, and other listeners of the podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, back with another episode. Today is a Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. Great job making it to the end of this week. I hope everyone had a fantastic week, accomplished a ton, stayed consistent with their workouts, stuck to their diet plans, all that good stuff. I'm looking forward to today's episode because I'm talking about something that I discussed in a vlog episode. I discussed it in vlog, I think, number eight, where I lost 10 pounds in about six weeks after New Year's. And I also discussed it in today's vlog as I'm recording this, so that'll probably be up on Friday as well. So you have a kind of double whammy there. You can check out the vlog on YouTube or you can listen to this podcast to find out how I lost that weight. So I'm going to get down to it. I'm going to kind of go over five to seven or eight things that I did, things that you can implement into your own weight loss journeys, your own diet plans. These are mainly diet tips, and I wanted to touch on that, that workouts are very important, but it is true that abs are made in the kitchen. So diet plan is key. The nutrition that you really implement during your bulking phases or cutting phases, maybe you're just trying to eat for health, that's what's going to do the most good to your body. The things, I should do an episode about this later to be honest, the things that are most often overlooked are really the most important in your health, which are nutrition and sleep in my opinion. Those two things are going to have the biggest impact on your health. If you fix them, they're going to have the biggest impact on your results. Those are the things that you should really focus on, and that's what I talk about in today's episode. If you like today's show, go rate it on iTunes. You search for the podcast in your podcast app or on iTunes. Search for Fitness, Food, and Freedom. Click on the Triple F logo, and then there's a button called Ratings and Reviews. You click on that. You can leave a five-star rating if you like this episode. You can leave a written review. That means a lot to me. Believe it or not, it helps a ton with the podcast, and it helps me when you provide feedback. So I know what you like, know what you don't like, and I know how to improve the show. Please go do that. Thank you for subscribing, for downloading the podcast. Listeners are growing every week. 
Really appreciate everyone who shared the podcast on social media. If you don't follow me on social media, it's fitness, food, and freedom, just about everything. And uh, that's enough plugs for today. Let's get down to today's show where I talk about how I lost 10 pounds in six weeks. Foodie Friday. There are several different variations, considerations to take in when you're trying to lose weight, right? So one of these considerations might be your gender. I want to put this as a disclaimer first, that all these things are going to have an effect on your success implementing a program like I did. Your gender is going to have an effect. Your age is going to have an effect. If you're a female, it'll be harder to lose fat as fast. If you are older, it'll be a little harder as well. I am a young male, so losing 10 pounds in six weeks isn't that crazy of a thing to do, but it is something a lot of people strive for. That's why I'm making this episode, going over some basic guidelines of things you should adopt into your own nutrition and diet plans. That's one consideration. Hormone health levels, I would also say would be a consideration. So that could be maybe if you've been on a low calorie diet for a while, it might be time to eat higher calorie. That's what I want to touch on first. So I talked about last week on Foodie Friday exactly seven days ago about refeeds, about the importance of taking diet breaks. So if you're eating low calorie for a long time, you need to eat high calorie for a little bit. You need to replenish the body, replenish the hormones, and just take a break from that stress on your body. If you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to episode number 12. That is key to diet success, and a lot of people will need a diet break or refeed before they can lose something like 10 pounds in six weeks. Those are some basic considerations to take in. When I lost my 10 pounds in six weeks, my basic story is that after Christmas, I really got into rock climbing, so I wanted to lose some weight for that. I climb at an indoor gym. I am one of the heavier people there, even though I'm not fat by any means. It's just extra body weight. So I wanted to lose some extra body weight just so I could climb better, be more flexible, not get as tired as fast. So that was kind of my main motivation for this. And also as the podcast took off, I really wanted to make sure I was healthy and at my 100% since I was giving you guys advice, I figured I should walk the talk as well. Before that, obviously, because it was the holidays, I was eating higher calories. I was bulking since the summer, so probably a good six to eight months, I was trying to gain muscle, eating higher calories with a few cycles on and off of low calories, but mainly higher calories. And then when the holidays hit, of course, everybody eats higher calories in the holidays, right? So there was Christmas, all those wonderful cookies. Our family had lasagna, delicious, all these treats. And then New Year's, we had a big meal on New Year's Eve as well. After that, I kind of started watching the calories more closely. Once I started back into school and work, which was the second week of January, that's when I really started to dial it in. That's when I really started to calculate my numbers, track my food, weigh my food, eat more clean, and just do the different things I'm going to talk about in this episode. There's importance to that. There's a key there. The key there is higher calorie setup for your calorie deficit. Now, I talked about those refeeds, how the higher calories, the diet breaks, will really help your hormone levels stay healthy, and it will just help the fat loss phases to be that much easier. That's exactly what I did. So I was in a calorie surplus off and on, but really most of the time. 
for like almost eight months, six to eight months, my hormones were primed for fat loss. Everything was working well. My metabolism was fired up. You need that higher calories. If you've been on a calorie deficit for two months already and you listen to this podcast, you're like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds in six weeks. That's not going to happen if you've already been on a low calorie deficit. You need to take a diet break, set yourself up with higher calories. You'll gain a little bit of weight, but not much. And that'll really set you up for success in your weight loss. I went from 200 pounds down to 190 in six weeks, and I'm one pound lighter than that this morning. So 189 this morning. So I'm continually, continuously losing that weight. And a lot of that's contributed just because I set myself up for success by eating higher calories for a long time. Yes, maybe put on a little bit of body fat with the muscle, but it's a lot easier to lose when your hormones are primed up like mine were. So you've already had your higher calories set up, right? So you've had, uh, you've eaten a surplus for a while, even if it's just a few weeks, a month, that will prime your body, get yourself ready for that calorie deficit that's coming. And from there, you can calculate your goal calories. Now, I think everybody should track their food at some point in their lives. I don't think everyone should track everything all the time. I think if you become a slave to tracking your food, to weighing your food everywhere you go, that definitely creates stress in your life and it definitely creates an unhealthy relationship with food, which is key. So I have some calculations that I really put everyone through. I put all my clients through, my online coaching clients and my personal training clients. Go through this, have them track their food for at least a month. They track their food for a month, by then they'll know if they like that because they can be more flexible or if they don't like that and they want me to make more of a meal plan for them, but I'll have a good idea of what they eat and they'll be used to their body. You get a good feel of what your body responds to and what different calorie numbers feel like. That's very important. The basic calculation for calories I do is body weight or goal body weight, depending how much weight you have to lose, times 12. That's a basic equation. There's more that goes into it as far as your basal metabolic rate, your daily energy expenditure, there's different things that go into it, but a basic way to do it is body weight times 12. Since I wanted to get down to about 180, which is my goal, that's what I did. So I went 180 times 12, uh, which is you know around 2,000, 2,200, somewhere in there. I started out a little higher, 2,300 calories, just to play it safe, didn't want to go too hard too soon. That's where I started. If you have a lot of weight to, to lose, if you are really overweight, you could even start at your current body weight times 10 or 11. That'd be a good place to start for you. Finding a calorie number and being able to track your food and your macronutrients. I'll get into macronutrient breakdown in a later episode. How much carbs, how much protein, how much fat you should eat. It varies for the individual and for your goals, but Knowing these numbers and being able to track effectively is really good for flexibility. Now, you know, I've really harped on this subject that flexibility and consistency are key to diet success because sustainability is really what matters when it comes to diet and workouts. If what you are doing is not sustainable, if you go on a crazy diet, maybe you drop tons of weight, you're not eating anything but cucumber skins 
cucumber peelings for six weeks, yes, you'll lose a ton of weight. You'll lose more weight than I did, but that's not sustainable. You're going to go right back to eating how you were. You're going to feel terrible, and it's not creating a better life for you. Sustainability and consistency is the name of the game in fitness. That's really what I preach in this podcast, and that's what I want you guys to adopt as well. Being flexible with your food, being flexible with your tracking is key. So in this six weeks, I went out to Olive Garden. I went to Wendy's a couple times. We made pizza at home. We had spaghetti. We had, you know, we had the healthy stuff as well, vegetables, salads, things like that, but definitely had those foods that were quote unquote not good for me also. But if you know how to fit those in your diet, it really creates a sustainable platform for you to lose your weight. And there's a few tools I like to use, which is what I'm going to get into at my Stuff Jordan Loves. Stuff Jordan Loves. I am going to take a quick break here and tell you my Stuff Jordan Loves, which is totally related to this subject I'm talking about. It's my fitness pal. This is a great application for your phones. It's for Android. It's for uh, iPhones. Any smartphone, you'll be able to download my fitness pal. They even have a website you could go to if you'd rather use a computer. This is a great tool for tracking your calories, tracking the food you eat, tracking your macronutrients. There are pretty much every food you could think of is on there. There are multiple restaurants, have their complete menus up on MyFitnessPal. You can adjust your calorie goals in the goal page of MyFitnessPal once you create a profile, and it's just great for tracking. So you put in your height, weight, it'll give you a suggested number you can Change that to a custom number, which is what I did. Put in 2300, the different percents of carbs, fats, and proteins that I like, maybe the certain grams that I like to use. And from there, you just try to fit your foods in, right? You still want to make good food choices. Choose a lot of vegetables, choose whole grains, choose healthy foods, lean proteins. But you're trying to hit those numbers. If you want a little bit of ice cream, you fit that in. By logging it at the beginning of the day, you see the effect it has on those calorie numbers. This helps you become more aware of food content and just how much calories and sugar and everything that food has. It allows you to become way more flexible as well, which really helps for sustainability if you're in a difficult diet. Go check that app out on the App Store or Google Play, MyFitnessPal. I definitely recommend that to anybody who wants to start tracking their food or is interested in diet success. Everybody should be aware of what they're eating, how much they're eating, make sure they're eating not too much or not too little. Great app. My two favorite apps for fitness are RepCount and MyFitnessPal, which have been the two apps I've featured on Stuff Jordan Loves. Stuff Jordan Loves. Foodie Friday. So I have my basic numbers okay so i have my calorie number i have my carbs fats proteins i'm tracking my food weighing it when necessary i don't really weigh a ton but usually i weigh meat and stuff like that there are some other strategies though that i went into these are little these are smaller things tracking your food's the biggest thing that's going to have the success and the sustainability behind that is going to be key there are some things i did though once in a while I fasted, I went lower calorie. Once in a while, I ate more. So that's what you could call a refeed. This is really important to cycle everything. I talked about this, I think vlog number five or six on the YouTube channel, Fitness, Food, and Freedom. It's called Cycle Everything Almost. I 
really recommend to cycle basically everything in your nutrition and fitness except water and vegetables are about the only thing I don't recommend cycling. You consistently need to have those in your diet. Everything else, though, should be cycled. So cycle your calories, which is what I'm talking about here. Fasting, way lower calories. But then maybe at the end of the week, you refeed. You eat a little higher calories. That's one way to do it. That's the most flexible way for me. Another way you could do it if you want to be more strict with your tracking is maybe you eat 50 to 100 grams extra carbs on workout days and then you take away 50 grams on your rest days. So the days you're not going to the gym, you eat a little less carbs because you don't need that energy. The days you do go to the gym, you add in those carbs. Think of it like a car. You wouldn't fill a car that's already full of gas with more gas. Think of the carbs as the gasoline, the fuel. However, if you're going to be running the car, you're going to be putting it under a lot of load, a lot of stress, you didn't need to fill gas at the end of the day. You need to refill that fuel store. That's how I like to think of carbs. That's a good way to calorie cycle, to carb cycle. Really easy but really effective. Definitely helps the weight come off faster and really eliminates any plateaus you may hit. If you eat a single calorie amount every single day for six weeks, you probably will see good results, but you might hit a couple plateaus in there, especially if you're relatively lean to begin with. So I didn't really have a high body fat. I was probably around 15% body fat. And as I was dropping the weight off, from 200 pounds down to 190, 189 right now, I didn't really hit any plateaus, but I think I would have if I didn't cycle my calories. For about a week, I stayed at 193, so I guess that could be a plateau. Cycling really will just wipe those things out. If you see you're hitting a plateau, you probably just need a refeed. Uh, Fasting is just a tool to help lower your calories through the whole week. So Just remember to cycle everything, cycle your carbs through your workout days, or you can fast and refeed. Just give your body a little variation and just keep it guessing. This is a podcast about nutrition. This is a foodie Friday, but I can't go without, I can't do this episode without saying that consistency in the gym is super important. I trained for this whole six weeks, only missed, I think, one workout And it's just super important to stay consistent in the gym. Diet, yes, is probably the most important thing for fat loss, but your gym progress, working in the gym, putting in work on your body, that's going to have a big impact on how fast you can lose the weight. Being in the gym would be the difference, I think, between this is saying you're not very overweight already. If you're in decent shape and you wanted to lose 10 pounds in six weeks, I would say that'd be possible if you went to the gym, losing about a pound a week. If you didn't go to the gym, I would say your fat loss speed would be, and the healthy level would be about half a pound a week. So you're really increasing your speed by going to the gym. And you're also preserving your muscle. That's super important if you're weight training. I did a lot of heavy training, short rest periods. The short rest periods keep your heart rate up, kind of gets in some cardio I guess with the weights and then the heavy training is going to help your muscles stay on keep your body from kind of eating away at your muscles and trying to lose that weight and then you're also going to try to keep your strength so when you start at the end of your calorie deficit you're still as strong but you're at a lighter body weight which is what the gym is all about relative strength are you strong for your body weight if you're 250 pounds and you can bench press 200 pounds 
the guy who's 200 pounds and can bench press 200 pounds is definitely stronger because of the relative body weight. That's key, and keeping that strength up is really key to a successful cut as well. Being consistent in the gym will really help your progress speed up and stay at a good rate. I do want to touch on, since I was talking about how I was in a higher calorie setup phase kind of through the holidays, that a lot of this weight was water weight. So you heard me say in this last clip where I talked about consistency in the gym that the healthy rate is about a pound a week, and that's usually what's recommended from nutrition professionals. If you're losing weight, lose one pound a week. If you're very overweight, two pounds a week is a good goal. If you're getting really lean, half a pound a week is about right. I lost probably about a pound a week, sometimes a half a pound a week. In six weeks, I lost 10 pounds. So how does that work out? Well, a lot of that is water weight. You guys need to realize that water weight is going to really have your weight fluctuate all the time. That's why I don't usually recommend people weigh themselves every day and react with their food according to that weight, if that makes sense. If you go to the scale Let's say you ate at the Chinese buffet the night before you go to the scale, you're going to weigh a few pounds more than you did the day before because the extra salt is going to hold water in your body. Water weight causes a lot of weight fluctuation. I usually suggest going by the tape measure, measure around your waist. That's better for kind of measuring how your diet success is going. I do like weighing myself just to see the progress as it happens, kind of a good motivator for me, but water weight is going to fluctuate it, and if you're eating in a calorie surplus, if you're doing a higher calorie setup phase, a bulking phase for months like I did, or over the holidays, you're going to hold a lot of water, so carbs make you hold more water, basically, to put it in a not scientific way carbs make you hold more water if you're eating really high carbs your glycogen stores are going to be really full in your muscles you're going to hold a lot of water and you're probably eating a lot of sodium if you're eating high calories as well just the way it works so you're holding extra water so in that first little bit where i went to the calorie deficit started eating maybe a little healthier foods uh, the water weight dropped off real fast so from 200 pounds or a little over that you know, dropped really quick down to 197. That was the first drop. And from there, it really went about a pound a week. In these early, in these later weeks, so weeks four, five, and six, it was more like a half a pound to 0.7 pounds a week. But the water weight fluctuates. Who knows, my actual set weight might even be around 191, 192. But this morning, I weighed in at 189. Now, how could that be? probably just didn't hold a lot of water. Maybe I didn't eat too late at night and my body didn't hold a lot of water. So there's a lot of things that factor in to your actual scale weight. Water weight's one of them. If you want to lose 10 pounds in six weeks, losing some water weight is going to be part of that weight loss. You just have to accept that. Your body fat's not going to go down that much, but you are going to lose a lot of water weight and start on a good journey towards losing losing that body fat, which is where I'm at. That's why I'm not stopping this deficit yet. Yes, I lost 10 pounds, but I want to lose 10 more because now I'm into those body fat stores and I'm finishing up this cut strong. I just want to reiterate some considerations to take in if you're trying to lose the 10 pounds in six weeks. 
be sure you have the right calorie numbers, make sure you're not under eating. It's better, I think, to be on the higher end of a calorie deficit than to just drop your calories suddenly. So if you're a male that's 180 pounds and you drop your calories down to 1,500 calories a day, that's not necessarily good. You're going to lose weight quickly at first, but you're going to stall out if you can even stick the diet for six weeks. If you have trouble sticking to the plan, it's probably because it's not sustainable. It's too low. Just remember sustainability is key. And remember there are other considerations as well, such as age, gender, training experience, muscle mass. All these things are going to factor in for how fast you lose weight. The key here to this episode, the title, How I Lost 10 Pounds in Six Weeks, is really just a catchy title. The keys are what I talked about. So I want you to track your food. I want you to be aware of water weight, be consistent in the gym, cycle your calories, cycle your carbs, be aware of what you're eating, really gain a healthy relationship with food. These are the things that are going to have the biggest impact on your nutritional success, your weight loss speed and how maybe you personally could lose 10 pounds in six weeks, but the speed isn't as fast as getting the principles down. Get these principles down. You're well on your way to successful cutting phase, maybe a successful weight loss journey, depending how far you go. I do recommend consulting with your doctor before you start any kind of diet. Just need to put that disclaimer out there. If you want some advice, from me personally on weight loss, leave a comment on www.triplefpodcast.com under this episode. This is episode number 15, Foodie Friday, and it's going to be called something like how I lost 10 pounds in six weeks, something along those lines. Leave a comment with a question. So if you have a question about your personal weight loss journey, give me some information about it, ask me a question, I'll answer it on the show. I really want to start incorporating some question and answers into these episodes. If you have any questions about nutrition, training, motivation, productivity, ask them on different episodes that they kind of relate to and I'll answer them on future shows. That's going to be a great way for me to figure out what I want for content and for you to get your questions answered. I also offer online coaching on my website, www.triplefpodcast.com. It's under, uh, I don't know, it's under store or products or something like that. A couple coaching plans where I make customized 12-week plans for people and month-to-month coaching with personal consultations. A lot of different ways you can contact me there. That's the place to go for it. Thank you for listening to this show, everybody. I hope you guys have a great weekend. If you're starting your weight loss journey, your cutting phase, Have some fun this weekend. Spike your calories up. Do that higher calorie setup. Start strong on Monday. I'll be back with a motivation Monday that day. Won't be late. I promise. It'll be up early, just like these last couple episodes have. I want to thank you guys again for listening, for spending time with me today, and for reviewing the show. If you've reviewed the show, I thank you so much. A review contest is coming up when we hit 40 reviews so share the podcast with your friends and family tell them to review and just tune in to every episode so you get all the latest information that i have to share i'm jordan stoltz your host this is a foodie friday for the fitness food and freedom podcast i'm signing out for the weekend see you guys on monday Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.